Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello, and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail, and today we are finally getting to talk about real estate. So until now, we've been dealing with investments that you can buy through your brokerage. All you got to do is go online, show some ID, maybe even not, download an app, buy away. Uh, I guess since I started this, uh, they made crypto available on these platforms as well. We're not going to get to that just yet. We'll talk about it later on. But we've covered a lot of the, the basic types of investment vehicles you can buy through your brokerage. But now it's time to talk about real estate. Now, real estate is part of a world of investments that some, a lot of people like to call alternative investments, or as I like to call them, investments. Now, the most basic type of alternative investment would be real estate. There is no greater driver of wealth in the last 100 years in real estate. Now, real estate is a very interesting asset class. There are many, many ways to make money in it, and there are many ways to lose money in it. So there are many, many topics that we need to discuss in real estate. Uh, but the first one I want to get out of the way is what is real estate investing and what is not. And for this, we come on to the topic, which uh, places me at odds with many realtors, many mortgage brokers, and that is that your home is not an investment. I know they like to say your home is an investment you can live in. Um, I don't believe that to be true. And I'll ask you the following questions, and you can answer them for yourself and see what you agree, if you agree with me or not. So why do people say your home is an investment you can live in? Because your home appreciates in value, right? You bought it today, and you lived in it for 20, 30 years, and now it's worth two times, three times, ten times as much. Let me ask you a question. When you bought your home, are you targeting those returns? When you buy a home, do you project the returns? Do you figure out how you can force appreciation? I mean, yeah, you're saving money on rent, right? So, But does that mean that you know, if you buy GEICO, so you're saving 15% on your car insurance, so GEICO's an insurance investment? Since when is saving money the metric of an investment? It may be a, a not a bad move to make. It may make sense to do, but does that make it an investment? Fundamentally... The questions that you're asking when you buy a home are going to be very different than the questions you're asking when you're investing, and they should be. And they should be. When you're considering a home to live in, you're going to want to know, are we going to want to send our kids to school in this area? Uh, if you're a religious person, is this near an appropriate house of worship? Do we like the parks nearby? Do we have friends who live there? Is this near our family? And those are all the appropriate questions to ask and you're deciding where to live. Now, if you're buying an investment property, you're going to want to know demographics. You're going to know migration. You're going to, you're going to want to know the year-over-year -year rent changes in the area, what's going to be your cash-on-cash cash and your IRR. How many people do an IRR calculation when they buy a house? <laughs> 
I've seen it done. I've seen some people do it. And usually it's after they buy the house. And usually by that point, they're biased because they already bought it and they don't make a very fair assessment. You can find a great house in neighborhood in which to raise a family that isn't a very good investment and vice versa. Now, I've seen people who buy homes to live in and they use it as an investment. Those are usually people who are buying when they're when they're single. They have a lot of flexibility as to where they can live. And they actually identify a really good investment opportunity, a two or three or four unit house. And they live in one of the units and they fix up the other ones. But there they're really living inside their investment. And then when the investment thesis is over, they sell the whole unit and they move on to somewhere else. How many people do that with their houses? Another characteristic of an investment is that when a better, more profitable opportunity arises, you sell the first one for profit and then move it to the second one. When was the last person you know who sold their house because they had a great opportunity to sell to buy into a new opportunity to make money? Here's another question. When it comes time to, when you have more money in your house, will you sell? or even refinance in order to purchase another property. So some will, but many, many won't. So I hope by now you can begin to see that the the, the questions you ask and the approach psycho- psychologically, as well as financially, that one uh, may ha- has when they may buy a house, it's not the same as when you're investing. So if buying a house is not investment, how... Do we invest in real estate? So that's what we're going to continue with next time, going into the different ways you can invest in real estate and make some real money. All right, thanks so much. See you in the next one. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments.